Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Here we go. There I go. Again, there I go, again there I go, own. there I go. What's again. your weakness? <laughs> My prostate. Well, we all have issues. There I go, there I, I go, go, there, there I, I go. go again. Okay. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. How has that not been a commercial right. for a sufferer They of should reach out to salt and pepper. You know, for, uh, you know, Propecia. Right. Or not Propecia. Not I think Propecia. That uh, preparation H. No. Well, no, oh. that's the other one. That's What's a two. The one that that's makes a two you... spot. Yeah. We're talking one spot. What's the one that makes you stop peeing so much? I remember the little commercials. There's like the pink bladder chasing you around being like, you got to go. You got to go. Huh? You got to go. Huh? It's like that little puppy in the old yeah. like Warner oh, Brothers cartoons. Oh. Like, hey, we're friends, Biff. We're friends, Biff. Huh, Biff? We're friends. We're, friends. we're, we're going to hang out, right? Right. Yeah, you got to pee. You got to pee. You got to pee. <laughs> if you have to go, you said I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. That's three P's. I need to go. I need to go. Oops. I just went. Oops. I did it again. I, oops, I did it again. That's a Britney Spears song. <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This Hi. is the Jeremy Webisodes podcast, webisode number 50, recorded July 7th, 2021. And never fear the lava lamp is in fact burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. You see this thing? What I got in my hand right now tonight, Joss, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's a big pause, huh? Yeah. Almost forgot. I think I almost forgot you're in the room. Oh, and or Ryan for, or for, <laughs> forgot my name. I forgot your name, <laughs> Bill. Something nice, something real nice over here, gents. I got the Henry McKenna ten-year. Oh. Henry McKenna Tenier, bottled in bond, Kentucky straight, single barrel bourbon whiskey. This thing covers a lot of what we really like in bourbon. It's bourbon. Right. It's bottled in bond bourbon. It's single barrel bottled in bond bourbon, which means it's also 100 proof. Seems to be checking all the boxes. Straight Kentucky. I mean, it's really something nice. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this treasure after I pour myself a nice tall dram. A tall dram. Wait, there's 18 ounces in a dram. 15 kilowatts. (laughs) In a pinch. In In a a yard. (laughs) If Peter Piper picked a pack, why did it itch so bad? (laughs) Look at that pour by Ryan. Okay, we now have three. Do we do the smell? Are we doing it all? Are you telling us about it after? No, yeah. Give me a, Give me what you smell. Do you smell anything? Deliciousness. Oh, there's something. Okay. A little cherry. 
It's pretty balanced. Not it's very not, balanced. Why yeah. you guys are drinking it? Take your first couple sips. Get through the gasoline portion of the evening. I'm gonna give you just once again what it takes to be called bottled in bond. Yeah. Okay. Bottled in bond. You have to abide by these three rules. Okay. A product of one distillation season and one distillery. Okay. The other thing is stored in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for at least four years. And the last one is bottled at 100 proof. So to be called bottled in bond, it has to be bottled at 100 proof. It's right at 100 proof. It also, I don't know if you noticed, it gave the date. uh, It was barreled on 1-2010. Okay. Nice. So we're uh, filming. Thank God we're not filming. We're taping. In July. Right. So this has only been in the bottle for a year, right? No. Oh, yeah. Barreled in 10. Excuse me. Yeah. Right. right. So it was in the barrel for 10 and in the bottle for one. So this is great. We got it in its prime. This is a very good product. If you wouldn't mind so much, Ryan, you could look up the the cost of it Mm -hmm. for us. But anyway, Henry McKenna, who is that? What's really interesting? Because this is from Heaven Hill uh, Distillery, which is in downtown Louisville, Kentucky. When we are there for the ADI convention at the end of August, Ryan, we mm-hmm. will go to Heaven Hill. Nice. Um, it is uh, a storied distillery. Why is it called Heaven Hill? Well, the story is that the guy they originally bought the distillery from's last name was Heaven Hill, one word. They put that name on the bottle, and when it came back, the guy's like, no, it's not Heaven Hill. It's Heaven Hill. And it was going to cost them $10 to change the name with the U.S. Which is an for their logo back-, back and then. So they were like, no, we'll just stick with the two words, Heaven Hill. Also, it's not an eternity. It was expensive. Yeah. I just want to clear that up for uh, feedback there. It's somewhere between 75 and $89. Okay, so I mean, not too just, awfully expensive. No, crazy. The Henry McKenna Single Barrel, this high-proof bottled-in-bond bourbon was named for Henry McKenna, the Irish immigrant who adapted his family's whiskey recipe to work with the grains he found in Kentucky. Henry McKenna is one of the longest-aged bottled-in-bond whiskeys available today, resting in the barrel through 40 Kentucky seasons. Hmm. I would love to live full-time under distilling seasons. I think you do. <laughs> this is the 2021 Best Single Barrel Bourbon uh, San Francisco World Spirits Competition. And uh, you said on other episodes. That's a huge one. It is San Francisco is the one. Yeah, the one. Um, this is Best in Show Whiskey 2019 in San Francisco. Best Single Barrel Bourbon 2019 in San Francisco. Um, Double Gold 2019 in San Francisco. And Best Bourbon 2019 in San Francisco. So, uh, this is a good one, kids. Yeah, that's that's some hardware, right? I mean, that's some good. Uh, it's win- got the it's solid got wins. The, yeah, it's got the medals you like to see. Um, tasting notes. What do you guys got? It's a nice color, dark color. After you know, it's ten years. That's all the age. Yeah. Nose. I have a little black cherry, cinnamon, leather, pepper, plum, peppery leather. A little plum, it right? It might be plum. Yeah. I like that galubrious. <laughs> uh, the a, aroma it's got in here is vanilla, caramel, oak, and a light herbaceous. Mm. No. 
Taste. Delicious. Yeah. I mean, is it Taste like- notes online are smooth oak, sharp spices, honey, and sweetness. So they don't, they don't get too elaborate. Yeah. It's just good old bourbon. Yeah, yeah, and it's... Were it's, we getting too cute, giving that no, cherry notes and yeah. plum? And, well, sometimes the people, that's, you know, it depends. But everyone's depends got their own on the palate. distillery, right. Well, and the distillery themselves, I mean, it's all marketing, right? Right. What least, I taste, it's a lot of it's subjective. That's the thing about tasting that you got to be clear about. Wait, is my just, palate and your palate are not the same palate. So it might taste like cherries to me and slightly like dates to you, you know? 50 episodes, you've never put the computer on the bourbon glass. Well, I'm balancing it. <laughs> it's a, well, you want to balance balanced taste. <laughs> um, this is off their website. Okay. Heaven Hill Distillery, established 1935. Mm. Okay. Okay? It says it right there at the top of the screen in their little heading. The traditional methods used here are the same as those of the company's first plant, the Heaven Hill Springs Distillery in Bardstown, Kentucky, roughly 45 minutes away. So the one in Bardstown might have been established in 1855. But the Shapira brothers came in, bought the distillery in downtown Louisville, and 1935 named it Heaven's Hill and started, started distilling. Right now, it is the world's largest independent family-owned bourbon distillery producing 1,300 barrels a day. Wow. Could you imagine that? A one, one, loca- one location. 1,300 barrels a day. When we open our distillery, we're going to fill a barrel a week. One yeah. barrel a week. That's so, insane. That's yeah. absolutely crazy. I'm just going to – I have to do the math. Uh, 1,300 – Times three sixty five. Anyone got the quick math on that? Well, they don't do it. I mean, they probably only do it two thousand hours, two thousand eighty hours a week or a year, which is a working year. That's not three hundred sixty five days. Well, technically, you're right. I guess they take Christmas off. Well, and the weekends. And the weekends. Maybe. I don't know though. There's people working that distillery seven days a week. I think. I don't know that it's says that in here i don't know anywhere let's assume it's a working year the number is 365 is 474,500 a year which would be absolutely astronomical right so the first barrels were filled on december 13th 1935 but it wouldn't be until four years later that the liquid inside was properly aged and the owners released their namesake whiskey old heaven hill bottled in bond bourbon and the guy says, the Max Shapira, when you're in the business of making products that you can't sell for four years or longer, it takes patience and perseverance. Um, so, I don't know if you remember the Heaven's Hill fire in mm. 1996. It was a big deal. They had a huge rickhouse. You can only imagine if they're producing 13,000 barrels a day, how much they're storing in their rickhouses, right? They have have multiple rickhouses storing hundreds of thousands of barrels of whiskey. High proof. 100 proof whiskey. That's flammable, kids. Building November 7th, 1996, struck by lightning. Wow. During a storm, very windy. Jumps to the distillery, jumps to the rickhouses. Um, they, they lost a lot of product and a lot of 
landscape and a lot yeah. of real estate. Um, by the time we got everything turned off, Flaming Whiskey was coming down the hill over Highway 49 and toward the distillery. So barrels are b- bursting open. The rickhouse is just running flaming whiskey down the hill yeah it's like it's like an it 18 it's like an 1880s like move uh, uh, not a movie but like a you can picture that happening like in the 1880s this was 1996 96. barrels uh, literally on fire rolling down a hill what a nightmare did this does it say did it, any human life lost with that i mean i don't know about human life lost they came up with a really good strategy um in 2008 leave. Downs, who retired in 2018 as artisanal distiller at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience in Louisville, said, at the point that it wasn't safe to exit through the front of the distillery building, we had to go out the back. Now that's thinking. Strategy. Mm. Have two exits. Yeah. That's why they do that. As 70 mile per hour winds gusted, flames from warehouse one spread to nearby rickhouses. Though Bardstown Fire Department had arrived quickly, Downs said putting out the Raging Inferno was impossible. They could hardly do that because the flaming whiskey was flowing everywhere and wood embers from burned floors, barrels, and ricks were flying to other buildings. While burning alcohol doesn't produce a visible flame, the heat was so intense that the air shimmered all the way to the sky. It's like a bourbon volcano. Yeah. yeah. More rickhouses up the hill from the distillery. Some come to the flames. Barrels began to explode and sent a widening river of burning spirits down the hill and into Rowan's Creek. The shallow creek quickly overflowed and flaming whiskey spilled onto the highway, melting the asphalt on its way towards the production plant. By evening, the distillery and seven rickhouses were destroyed or still aflame. Finally, around 8 p.m., the winds calmed and shifted the flames away from the rickhouses. The worst was over. Fortunately, there were no fatalities or injuries. Wow. Well, thank goodness for an emergency exit. I would have stubbed my toe running away from that thing. So although lightning was suspected and people in the big overwhelming theory is that it was lightning, no one saw the strike. Mm-hmm. It could never be proven since the blaze had incinerated the evidence. I mean, there's a chance an employee did it. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the largest whiskey-related disasters in history. Although there were no fatalities, I literally mean whiskey-related disasters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a, huge, a lot of whiskey was lost. I mean, I, I was there for the ninth worst whiskey disaster, Jeremy Webb, 1994, at a fraternity party. When mm-hmm. I mixed the Pappy Van Winkle 25 year with a Coke. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of votes that that's in the top ten. <laughs> it was so good, though. <laughs> no, don't say that. It was Pappy Van Wonkel. It was like the, like the yeah, it was the Chinese <laughs> off-brand. It was okay. So pretty cool, right? Heaven Hill Distillery, yeah. great product, yummo, loving it. Uh, interesting story. Um, and again, largest family-owned uh, producer of, of bourbon in the world. Is this a treat from baseball? Is this one of the packets? Where did you find this? Did you get this at uh... the liquor store? Like a liquor store? Yeah. Well, I guess if you're producing 1300A, it's pretty accessible. They got a lot of it. It's out that's there. That's probably the only reason. Honestly, tell me if you're wrong. I think that's the only reason it's under 100 if there's so much of it. Because if it's winning all these awards. Ooh, it is so good. It's so good. It's I'm, one of my favorite ones in the year. Yeah, that's that one. That bottle is not long for this office. No, no. I wouldn't expect to see that one around a long time. 
I'm finding the darker the tone, the more I'm liking it. I I like this dark looking. You like the beverages. age, right? I like the age. You like the expensive stuff. I do. Is you that weird? Is that weird? Taste, is that kid. weird? That's good. I like the good stuff too. I mean, from a guy that eats Long John Silver's twice a week, I've got. I wow. guess I have a pretty good palate. I'm glad you put the silvers on the end. <laughs> Otherwise, you're an underwear muncher. Looks <laughs> weird. There's a guy that eats Long John's once a week. I mean, that just makes you like a guy that's eating. Well, no, you've got to add the like cartoon yeah, underwear because who actually wears Long John's? Cartoons. Just people in cartoon. Popeye. I Popeye wear... wears Long John's, and some dude Popeye's Art... ass wrinkly. Oh. Aren't long johns and spinach shits? Nar nar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't need spinach. And you as can a imagine Popeye meal. the Sailor Man. What's that guy? He's like sardines and spinach. I mean, the, the man lived off pipes and spinach. Yeah, that can't Smoked be good tobacco. for the colon. I mean, the bowels. No wonder he was skinny. You know that man was twenty three years old yeah. in this cartoon. <laughs> Looked terrible. <laughs> And they had a huge chaw on the side. Of I'm his going mouth. on the Popeye diet. I'm just gonna chew tobacco, smoke pipe, and eat nothing but spinach. And lose an eye. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Oh, yeah. He, he had, had that, that one had that... weird eye. I think it was just kind of yeah, winky. Just, yeah. It was Popeye. Was something in it? That's what it was. Like, just pop eye. Was it popped eye? Did someone pop his eye? Did pop his eye? Or did he just have like a twitch? Like had a, he had a, a thing? Yeah. I wouldn't mess with him. He's no. got a twit. He got this twitchy eye, this huge forearms. He's kind of bulimic. And anyone that could wear, but this- the other direction, yeah. What do they call that? Reverse bulimery. <laughs> I tell you something. Anyone which that is, could- which is a very very nice way to put it. Yeah, because you can call it a lot of weirder stuff. Poop. The man wore the same <laughs> outfit for twenty five years. I mean. That in itself is an impressive move. Yeah. Never changed clothes. Never changed clothes. Smelled of the sea. I mean, imagine that man's B.O. <laughs> but what's what was his chick's name? Olive, Olive oil. oil. Olive oil. Yeah, I can't imagine she was a whole lot better. I mean, her name's Oil. Yeah. Right? She sounds musky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she, like, super, like, she also wore the same outfit. Yeah, they clearly both had eating disorders. <laughs> In different way, olive oil is way too thin. Yeah, Butch was clearly the only one on the show living life. Yeah, Butch would Butch knew what he was doing. Right. The other two, it was after. What's Ol- that called? Like a real OCD, or what's that when you have to do the same thing every day? The same obsessive obsessive compulsive. You know, Joss disorder. Like me. Yeah, a lot like you. I love that you don't know your own disorder. What's it called? You mean the thing you have? No, I'm I'm. Uh, OCD. Quirky. That's what we just said. Obsessive compulsive disorder. No, it's OCD. So you have to do the same oh, thing. Oh, is that what it stands yeah. for? Ah. <laughs> I always knew it as OCD. You didn't know it stood for something? Oh, my God. Now I have to look it up. <laughs> I touched my hat three times. <laughs> his name, was his name Butch? It wasn't Butch. Yeah. Brutus. Brutus. Hamburger Helper. Who no. was the bad guy? No, Brutus. Brutus. It was Brutus. It was Brutus. What was your first call? Butch. <laughs> Butch is uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And uh, Mickey Mouse Club. Right. That's right. The bad, the bad guy in Mickey Mouse Club is Butch. He's seen, he comes around. He's not that bad. He just wonder wants how friends. long Jeremy Webb could go on spinach and tobacco. Probably 18 years. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you could probably do it if you had to. But, but you have to throw in some kind of filet mignon in there. Rum. Rum. 
You know Popeye's sneaking in the rum. You don't see it on the show, but... Because well, it's a kid's show. Can you imagine a cartoon in 2021 where the lead character, like, had double nicotine? He yeah, had the chew and the pipe. He's going. out there just kind of drunkenly fighting know, dudes yeah. on bulimia. Didn't he kind of have, like, an, like a silver chalice in his hand too a lot well he seemed like he was drinking a it was little. like a, a pewter goblet yeah pewter goblet you know when he, he drank out of that while he was at sea he got his crack fiend buddy that's always fiending <laughs> for a cheeseburger that was weird yeah, i don't you know, know i'll gladly name. play you was che- that a, was that a crossover yeah play pay you tuesday for your cheeseburger today <laughs> like, yeah buddy what do you do, do with you know, all your cash there do you know what we if you weren't is. hitting the pipe wimpy well, we have a lot of friends that offer that <laughs> yeah, Wimpy is his name. Yeah, Wellington Wimpy. Yeah, Wellington Wimpy. Yeah, but he went by Wimpy. Just went yeah. by Wimpy. And he was a full blown crack addict. No, he was. I think he was a full blown hamburger alcoholic. addict. Well, he was something. A hefty hamburger lover. Close friends of Popeye, known for mooching ways. Yeah, he was always broke. Right. How the hell did uh, we start talking about Popeye? It's not Brutus. What Blu- is it? Bluto. It's Bluto. Do you know how oil is spelled for olive oil? It's not. I'm going to go with it's not traditionally O-I-L. Correct. Oil. O-Y-L. See? Oil. Is that getting cute? It is. Is that too much? I mean, is this just All right, okay? Buddy, I like, get it. Okay. Olive oil. Like, it's. Not, we know it's not black tar. We still get it. She's musky. <laughs> Oily. Oily. Right? <laughs> he also had four nephews. Who did? Popeye? Yeah. Yeah. Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Stewie. No, no. Those are ducks, I think. <laughs> okay. Peepie. Wow. Peepie. <laughs> Peepie. Okay. Poopie. Wow. And Popeye. Oh, fun. Yeah. Which well, one would you want to be? Probably not Poopie. Yeah. Or, or, or Peepie. Yeah. I don't definitely want to be Peepie. Peepie and Poopie. Peepie is last. So I, mean, the, between, I think I'm going to go Pipeye. I got to go Pipeye. Yeah. Peepie is out and Poopie is definitely out. And Pay P. Tie. There's also Popeye Jr. and Patch Eye, I think was his dog. Okay. Popeye Jr. So he had a kid with oil? Uh, I don't. It doesn't say. You gotta imagine but, you it know, probably you, was. You know, oil never took his last name. Yeah, she was always, it ca- she, Olive Eye? Olive Eye. She kept his. She kept her maiden name. Yeah. I wonder if she built it into the contract. Yeah. Good thing like, he didn't take her name. <laughs> Pop, Pop Oil. oil. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, what is Popeye's last name? Like, Popeye Smith, is the Sailor Man, uh, the Sailor Popeye, the Sailor. Yeah. I know. But it's not the Sailor Man. Wow. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Yeah. Doot, doot. Doing the best I can. Doot, doot. I, I sail all on my the spinach. Because I, I like I them do. bitches. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no well, I don't. Really no, is. I ate all my spinach I until I finished. I ate all my spinach until I finished. Popeye the Sailor Man. Doot, doot. And that's because he's farting from all the spinach. <laughs> It's got high biodigestive. What I didn't like. It's got a high bio oxygen demand. And by the way, if you're going to eat it at every meal, eat it right out of the can. Beans, beans, the the magical magical fruit. fruit. Why doesn't he add something to it? I never see him saute it. 
How about a nice sog paneer? No, no garlic out of the can? And what brand is it? It was, it was silver with a red stripe in the middle. Yeah. Bird's eye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, put a little effort into it. I mean, if you're if you're going all in on spinach, work it a little bit. And dra- he drank the water in it. Everyone knows you drain it. Listen, no one likes spinach water, right? That's not the move. What do you need? Hey, give me a shot of spinach water over here. How many weeks ago, a, a, a million, I'm guessing, did we have all those different drinks that people want to make cool? Yeah. Nary a one. With spinach water. Not one. Remember when people were taking oat grass shots? Uh, the, no, it was, yeah, it was the grass. wheat grass. Was had a huge. It was like an eighteen month run. Took of it. four ounces of wheatgrass and had to. I mean, yeah. It's within, like, you better it's be like, close to the restroom within twenty five. Well, to no, 30 it's, minutes. it's like drinking like Metamucil with yeah. like a garlic clove in it. Right. <laughs> it's like taking Metamucil with a Dusilax chaser. <laughs> right. I mean, we'll just clean you out. What are you going in for a colonoscopy? <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's the move. Have you ever had a colonoscopy? Uh, no, I'm due though. That's the thing. It's like I'm due for all those kind of like medical things now. Yeah. That I don't want to do any of them. I gotta get a camera. I gotta get a finger. I gotta get a finger. I don't want any of it. Mm-mm. You? Oh yeah, we're we're at that. Have age. you had the finger? Um, I, once in my life, I think I had the finger in my in my late twenties. Now I'm not talking. No, 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 never mind. I didn't. <laughs> let me specify. From a doctor. <laughs> let me specify. You ever had your prostate checked, like From by a, a doctor? doctor? I don't think so. And I'm. I Let's never to. talk about your late twenties again. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, have you ever had a prostate exam? I have not. Okay, me neither. We yeah. need to go. Let's all go together and be in the same room. Can you do that? I think no. there is like a Groupon thing. There's a Groupon thing. You all have to look each other in the <laughs> eyes while the doctor. No, yeah, we're all facing. At, we're all facing each other. I don't think you do it at the same time. <laughs> you don't want to be. I don't think you want to be first, but you definitely don't want to be last. I think you draw straws <laughs> in the waiting room, and then you all plan on going out afterwards and having chicken wings and, and, and never talking and never about talking about, about it again. <laughs> There's definitely no eye contact at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a very you, awkward. Yeah, you make sure there's like a really good sporting event to talk <laughs> yeah. about. You know, All you right. get a pitcher of beer. Go to Hooters. Yeah. You don't go to some like bistro and get a Cobb salad after you that. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't. You, you need to be very... Masculine. What's that called? No, and, and like... It's definitely one of those lunches afterwards. You need a lot of stimulus. Right. Bells and whistles. Uh, music, sports. Right. Oh, look at that. Look at that squirrel. Hey, check yeah. out that waitress. Yeah, All right. Yeah, we like the extra spicy chicken wings. I think the other way to do that is just not do it as a group. No, I like to go no, as a group. I mean, yeah, that's one way to do We'd it. We'd like some of your most alcoholic alcohol. Yeah. That you have. Talk we, about that. We that's literally have here. to forget today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We could always just quaalude each other. <laughs> I went on semester at sea when I was 20 and got amoebic dysentery. Doctor stuck his finger in my ass. At 20 for dysentery? Yeah, well, he was, you know, he wanted to know what was going on up there. I guess there was things. Ooh. Turns out he never found out. Yeah, uh-huh. he kept digging, though. What else you got? 
You know, I brought a little news. Nice. Today. Uh, several, actually, interesting stories that I find... Very interesting. Interesting. Now... Some interesting, interesting stories. Sounds, I'm yeah, going to start, I'm gonna stories, start here. That's interesting. This is the news with Joss McGinty. Hard-hitting, global, and other stuff. What is the angriest you've ever been at any restaurant? <laughs> I've never really been that angry. Have you asked for the have you asked for a free bill because the service was bad, the food was bad, uh you were insulted? I've never done that. Right? I don't get insulted. Yeah. I don't think. You know that's fair. Have you ever called in a bomb threat? No. No, not. Have you ever done it at McDonald's? Well, no. I guess if you've never done it, you haven't done it at McDonald's. Now, now, are you talking about a bomb threat, or have you? Yeah, done I've it done at, it at, at McDonald's, McDonald's for sure. You've dropped bombs. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Iowa man calls in bomb threat because he didn't get sauce for his chicken McNuggets. This is not in a third world country. This mm. is not. Uh, man, I believe that I read it was wasted. Just he didn't get his barbecue and hot and spicy and called in the bomb threats and ate a bomb. I mean, I have seen a lot of these YouTube things of people at fast food restaurants way overreacting for not getting their order right or they're they're sold out of the freaking chicken sandwich yeah. or whatever. people just go ape shit. Called nine one one. Bro, they don't have the chicken sandwich. Get a burger. Yeah. The Big Mac's good, bruh. Police say an Iowa man attempted to get revenge on his local... I love throwing local. Which means they knew him. Yeah. Hey, Bill! Tom, seriously, Tom, (laughs) I ain't... After he was shafted, and I used the word shafted, shafted out of his sauce of chicken McNuggets, but things (laughs) blew up. In his face. Wait. The reporter used the word shafted? Where is this? This is Huffington Post. He was shafted or he was shafted? Police arrested Robert. I want to use his last name on Saturday night if he allegedly threatened. Well, it's in the news. You can use his last name. Robert Gullwitzer Jr. After he allegedly threatened to blow up the restaurant and punch an employee over missing condiments. (laughs) Investigators told the station that the 42-year-old suspect called the fast food chain after discovering his order was incorrect. He admitted it to it and was charged with a felony charge of making a false report of explosive and incendiary device. Now, if you're going in for a felony, mm-hmm. is that the move? Is that, it doesn't is, appear to be the move. What are you going to tell the guys inside? <laughs> so what are you in for? I mean, listen, man, things got a little heated. You know, I, I, I grabbed my Glock and, you know, I shot a guy in the arm, man. Hmm? They gave me five to eight. What are you in for? Robbed a couple banks, shot a couple people. I'll never forgive myself when yeah, I shot yeah. my mom's dog. How yeah. about you, bro? You know, they didn't have any hot and sour sauce. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, well, they, and they all know each other in this scenario, too, right? Local McDonald's. Right. So he calls back in. He's like, listen, Sally. What you, you fucked me over one too yeah, many yeah. times on the Polynesian sauce. This is the last draw. I'm drawing my line in the sand. It, I, you know, it probably was like, I, I ought to blow that place up. Or punch one of you in the face because it said he like threatened to punch, a punch an employee. employee in the face. And, like he probably just said something like that. Like not a real. I mean, what's what do you mean you don't have Polynesian stuff? I'm a you're punch combining you in the Chick Fil A and McDonald's. McDonald's didn't have Polynesian. It was stuff. at. Oh, it was at McDonald's. It was a McDonald's. Listen, Sally, how you had a barbecue sauce? I mean, and what he didn't. Not, he, he's like what he said is, I just. Drop the bomb in your bathroom. Right. That's what he said. Now, the question remains, of course, as we go into the next story, what is the best McDonald's chicken McNugget sauce? I'm, what I'm, would make you most... I'll start... I've Since I've been a kid, you combine sweet and sour and hot mustard. Dunk, dunk, eat. I, I, I mix uh, sweet and sour and barbecue. Dunk, dunk, eat. Same dunk, dunk, eat. Yeah. I like the McDonald's signature sauce. Okay. It's good. Would you blow up a McDonald's for it and get five to ten years if you didn't get any? It depends how much you've had to drink. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. How do you make McDonald's signature sauce? Well, we're not going to look. go to McDonald's. One, te- one tablespoon ketchup... One teaspoon lemon juice, a half cup mayonnaise, one tablespoon mustard. I can't believe they would give that away on the internet. They don't. It's it's someone recreated it, and theirs is monosodium, one tablespoon monocaloric hydroxygenated things stuff with two tablespoons of partially hydrogenated. Boogers. Do we agree McNuggets are delicious? If you add relish to that, that's their Big Mac secret sauce. So signature sauce, mm. throw relish in it, Big Mac. Secret sauce. Yeah. See? They got their signature and their secret. I'm a big fan of both of them. Yeah. Some people call it Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> right. Right? Which is like, where does that come from? The islands? There's, there's not a thousand. Where islands. are there a thousand islands where they decided? That, you just imagine a bunch of indigenous people running around dunking right. everything in mayonnaise. No, and no, right. Now a thousand people can't agree on something. A thousand islands? Right. There's no way they're agreeing on it. Let's mix all the condiments together. <laughs> it's the only way for peace. That's how we unify the nation. By Very the way, genius. Thousand Island on tacos, not the worst. Give it a chance. Now, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I agree with Joss. Mix a little dill relish into your taco meat and make like... Yeah, you're going around... You're the just, horn. You're going around the horn. It's, it's, you're getting there it's a different good. way. It's really good. Yeah. Pickle-flavored tacos. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. Now, let me ask you this. Moving on to the mirror in London, England. Is this another story? So we, it, we're, we're moved past the guy that called unless, in the... Unless we need to do more. I'm, no, I'm good. I'll go all day on that. No, I'm done with the thing. How cheap can you be at a wedding? What do you think? Have you ever been... Ryan, I know Jeremy has. Ryan, have you ever been invited to a wedding? 
Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. Good start. Have you ever felt like you needed to work the wedding as a guest? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Okay, well, then you're right in. Wedding couple forces guests to wash dishes after dinner after failed to hire help. Wow. Forces is the word that stands out to me. Yeah. Well... It's a questionable I put, I verb. Put, I didn't put forces. What, here's the here's the actual thing. Oh, it doesn't actually say forces. Wedding couple. Well, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I should have. I blew it. Here's the title of the article: Wedding couple force guests to wash up after dinner, having failed to hire help. A disgruntled wedding guest has shared her dismay at being told she had to wash up her own plate because the newlyweds were too tight on money. That's a new. That's a woke. Term. Oh, really? Newly Eds. Newly Eds. No, no. no I a, just made that no, up, but it's a, a thing. No, there's a W. A, t- a disgruntled wedding guest has shared her dismay at being told she had to wash up her own plate because the Newly Eds were too tight on money to hire cleaners. Now, we're using a little British terminology, right? This is the mirror in, like, okay. the UK. Oh, okay. Wash up means do the dishes. Okay. Bad teeth means bad teeth. Right. Basically. A wedding is supposed to be happy time for all involved, but some things don't go to plan, especially when it comes to budgeting the event. That was certainly the experience of one Reddit user when she was invited to a wedding at a gorgeous and expensive venue, only to find the cost of hosting the beauty ceremony meant cutbacks in other areas. Like doing dishes. What if you are in a tuxedo or even a suit Sitting at a table, I mean, given like the tap on the um, shoulder, like, "Hey, uh, sir, um, it's your time for the buffet, and then I'm gonna need you to do your dishes." No. <laughs> she wrote, "The bride and groom blew most of their wedding money on the venue and the bride's dress, so they decided to self cater." Make me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think this is a new one. I. When you, when you make your guests do the dishes, do you want the dinner back? <laughs> like, I mean, self cater. Yeah, I've already eaten it. Would you like it back? Yeah, I'll return it before <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the dishes. So here we go. Dinner's over. We are starting the reception thing when the maid of honor starts coming around and asking some of us to come with her into the kitchen. We go. There's no AC. So this kitchen is about a zillion degrees. She shows us stacks of plates and cups and then tells us we need to wash them. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean... I'm taking my present back. Yeah. If I'm doing dishes, you're not getting a present. If you're doing the dishes, you do not get a present. Yeah. The present costs $150, whatever the standard cost is of a present. Yeah. My labor, I mean, the way I do dishes... That's got to be 30 bucks an hour. I mean, you should see oh, yeah. the shine on those crystals. Crystal is a champagne. Crystal. Mm-hmm. Crystal? There's a picture of the bride and groom on the front of the article. Now, the I don't know how many people have ever been to England or London. The Daily Mirror is a huge publication. And their face is forever ingrained as being the cheapest people ever. Well, that's not very nice. Well, whose side do you take? 
I mean, the magazine or the paper, I guess, paper decided to post a picture of him. It's pretty douchey. It's pretty douchey to do. And you're not dressed in sweatshorts and a t-shirt, right? I mean, you're in a pretty nice outfit, putting on the yellow gloves, finding like teeth and like teeth. <laughs> I think of there's a, a wedding couple, is yeah, this? I think there's a couple people that Someone lose a tooth at a, at a dinner. I'm not sure that that's a thing. But what I would do is I would have everyone nude up. <laughs> everyone in the pool. Okay. Here's all the dishes. <laughs> Let's just party. Wow. We'll turn off the lights. We'll get frisky at the end. We'll all be happy. The dishes will be clean. It's fun. Also a little dirty. Uh-huh. Wait, there's there's one more note. You just spray everyone down with downy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think you just spray dawn. everyone down with dawn. With, 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 dawn. With palm olive. <laughs> Here's the last paragraph. And to make matters worse, the couple also failed to provide enough food for Ooh. all their wedding guests. A quarter of them went hungry. I well, have, a quarter, 25% a lot. I've definitely been to a wedding where pizzas were delivered because there was not enough food. I mean, that's, you know, that's a decent story. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. And if you're going to do it, like, like don't go Domino's. I mean, you yeah, have to find, yeah. like, the best pizzeria. Avoid the noise. <laughs> I have one more. Okay. Is it about Charlie Sheen? No. I love news about Charlie. Now, Ryan, you know, Jared Jared and I have children, Mm -hmm. but but I want Ryan almost as much as anyone to chime in on this. Is that the bottle? Yeah. Oh, shit. I was like, oh, my goodness. Pregnant woman livid Mm -hmm. after her husband also started experiencing morning sickness. So there's a man who claimed he also had morning sickness and didn't want to do all the chores and all take care of the wife because he too was yeah. pregnant. Was pregnant. I get morning wood. Right. Is that which is it, kind of a sickness? Yeah. It makes Ryan and I sick. Yeah. It gags my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she, it, it, so she is infuriated. She says, "Any any mum, this is also England, will tell you that pregnancy is no walk in the park." It's a magical time for millions of soon-to-be moms. Many are plagued of sickness, hormonal changes, and fatigue throughout the nine months of growing a little human. Why do you sound German when you read? You have this weird... So it is no surprise that many of new moms will be left feeling a little cranky, isn't that Stop! (laughs) Stop being cranky. In fact, it went so far that her husband started experiencing phantom morning sickness and would also regularly throw up I'm while so the mom to be was also suffering the faint. Now is the time on Sprockets where we dance. Look, I don't know. I don't know, Jeremy. Maybe he you, had you, deni- he, he's so tightly in tune with his wife, he was also sharing it. That's what it was. It's sympathetic vomiting. Yeah. Ryan does it all the time. If I see you vomit, he'll do it. I will. Vomit. Are you a vomiter on cue? Like if Yo, you yeah. see he a vomit, a very you'll vomit. Sympathetic gag reflex. Yeah, I, I, yeah. If you throw up right in front of me, I'm gonna throw like, up. Like Ryan right ain't holding hey, your on. hair back give while me, you puke. Give me the bourbon. Let's give this a shot. Yeah. No. <laughs> glug glug glug. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think she has a point. You know. I guess what, guy? You're not sick. 
Yeah. You there's you don't have morning sickness. He just got real hungover. Right, every no, day. that's drunk at the pub. Like maybe she's the, the last laugh's on her. Yeah. Like that's his excuse for watching like Everton no. Man United. He's a like, feminist and he's he's no. joining in the fight. <laughs> I he doesn't want to do the dishes is what's going on. Well, don't, right, but now you're you're poo-pooing it for him. Yeah, don't ruin it for him. I have every belief that he's actually a sympathetic, gag-reflexive <laughs> sufferer. And if you suffer from a sympathetic gag reflex, it's nothing to, you know, Who had choke like about. 20 pints the night before. The night before. Oh, I mean, watching his local football club play. Honey, listen, it's not... The beer. It's it's the morning sickness. I, it's the morning sickness. I mean, I've seen all three of us have morning sickness. I'm gonna have it tomorrow morning. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I'm so gonna that, have it tomorrow. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. Meg, I, I have. I'm gonna start calling my hangover morning sickness. I wonder if I have your like. I have like a ten year pregnancy. Yeah. I look like I think I. I, I <laughs> I mean, I have a morning sickness a lot. Yeah. And I crave pickles. Right. For breakfast. Mayonnaise. I might be pregnant. Donuts. I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. I mean, <laughs> look at me. Right. You're, you're hormonal. I mean, hormonal. I, yeah. Clearly, you're nine months due. Yeah. I mean, you need I, a C-section. I like pickles for breakfast. <laughs> I cry when you think I'm yeah. not sexy. Your breasts are bigger. Yeah. And sensitive. <laughs> And that was the news, or was it? You know, Ryan, last yeah. last thoughts of tonight's show, besides you talked three minutes in it. Yeah, this is Me? another big Ryan Hatch episode. <laughs> I added stuff. You totally did. Totally yeah. did. I'm kidding. That one time you said... I added stuff. <laughs> there, there was that part. I, we'll, we'll leave that, that in. We'll leave that part in. Of the whole show when Ryan said, I added stuff. <laughs> and that's going to do it. Thanks, as always, for being here. We really appreciate it. Just to recap high proof alcohol is extremely flammable. Popeye was probably a reverse bulimic. Morning sickness can sometimes manifest as a severe hangover. And we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast.